What's good? What's good? What's good? Everyone that's listening, everyone that hasn't listened yet, uh, and that will listen. Uh, if you don't know, this is the Calf Hip Hop Podcast, or you can call it the Cafe Hip Hop Podcast. You know, depending on who you are, what style you are, could be French. It's kind of whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? It's kind of whatever you want to do, however you feel about it, it is. Um, We have a little good one, small little good one. I want to talk about some things. Some things are circulating in hip hop. Uh, Discuss a couple of this, a couple of that. Go over some news. And also some latest releases at the end of the podcast, as we do so effortlessly. Before that, let's go play some jams. Let's play some music. Something slight, nothing too crazy. New release from Fredo Bang. If you know him, you know him. If you don't, you should. If you won't, I would. Fredo! Don't recast, right? Yeah, here we go. That's that Fredo. Two face bang two. Can't tell me that shit ain't hard. Y'all can't tell me that Fredo didn't put his little heart into that motherfucker. He went to jail for a little bit. He went to jail for a little bit, came out a different man. <laughs> Probably the same man, but jail can change certain things in you. Whether it has to do with relationships, the street life, your children, just self-reflection. We love that. We love growth. You know, was one person told me one time a little quote. I forgot who told me. I forgot where I heard it. I, I don't know. Whatever. They said, if you are the same person you were, whether that be financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, if you're the same person that you were a year ago, then you're not doing nothing. Or that's kind of how he put it you know you're not doing nothing um let's get into some news let's get into some stuff you know to kind of get y'all aware what kind of what's going on in hip-hop right now man Takashi 69 i know a lot of people may hear that name and be like ah. Uh, some people like him. I don't get it. Why? I don't get why. I never liked him even before he snitched. <laughs> I feel like his music is atrocious. 
I actually have never heard of anyone ever listen to his music outside of his biggest hit. That one song where he was in the street with all them niggas that kidnapped him and shit. Uh, but a lot of people don't speak on him. He snitched in on the street that is classified as treachery. You're a traitor amongst the gang. Now, in reality, I would uh, morally, I would have done what he did. You know, I'm I'm not in the streets. I've never really been involved in the streets. I've been around it. Uh, no people that have you know that's affiliated. Yeah, you know, like any black person may you know they they know these 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 people but i've never been affiliated with the streets and if i was actually in his position i would probably do the same thing ethically now i wouldn't i wouldn't do as he's doing uh as in flaunting his snitching i wouldn't do that i'm not flaunting my if i snitch i'm not <laughs> i'm not gonna go around and be like oh yeah, I'm a snitch. You know what I mean? I'm a snitch on the low. I'm just gonna be like, hey, I got good behavior. You know how you know how it go. Uh, but I would do the same. I'm a young. I mean, young. Listen to me when I say it. I'm a young, rich, rich, young and rich, and I have an opportunity to literally go out of prison and actually live my life as a rich man and as a young man. And all I have to do is tell on the people that kidnapped me, fucked my girl, which is kind of the girl's fault because she let that shit happen. So it's really, anyway, still, you fucked my girl, you kidnapped me, and you try to kill me. I mean, that's, that's some traitor shit. If we're in the same gang, if I'm in the gang that you in, and you do that to me, you you betrayed me before I even could betray you. And I'm rich. Nah, <laughs> you're going down. I'm leaving. Uh, so I would do that. But the one thing that I just hate about this motherfucking nigga is flaunting of it. That's the first thing. As well as speaking on the dead. When you speak on the dead and you flaunt people like Vine and uh, when Lil Reese got shot, he was flaunting him. You know, it's just like, why? You don't do that. I don't care who you is and what it is. Like Even like with Gucci, man, constantly uh, flaunting Tuka. You know, the dude he killed, his young Jeezy's best friend, da-da-da-da. Um... That's still just disrespectful. He's dead. And just continuously disrespect him is just like, it's just a bit too far. But him, Sis9 does it at a point where he just, he knows where he's at. He's not going to send his location. He's not going to, he got his bodyguard. Like, he has all these perca precautionary measures. And to be honest, I would hate to be um, Snitch9's bodyguard. Oh my God. I'd be like, nigga, please. I'm trying to go home to my family, and you going online, talk about this, that, pissing on King Von's grave and shit. Like, that's disrespect, and you should not fuck with them niggas. Now, I don't know Von personally, but Von was a shooter. He was a shooter. He was a killer. He was... And everyone in his affiliation is a shooter. Come on, man. You don't, you don't do that. 
But that's here nor there. Um, what I wanted to get into with this this guy, the rainbow haired kid, is his disrespect towards the king of New York. So everyone know five year old foreign this project bible just came out before that he was killing it with the features he was a feature god in 2021 let me get some chapstick sorry Sorry, guys. My lips are dry. He was a feature guy in 2021. Doing features with Kanye, Quavo, DJ Khaled, ASAP Rocky, Beyonce. Come on, man. Alicia Keys. New York City. He's a goat. He's a goat right now. I'm not going to say in the longevity role, you know, he's the best of all time, but he's a goat right now. He's doing his thing. Now, I don't think he's the king of the city. (laughs) When I think about a king of the city, I think about a person that has that legacy, you know, like the king. I would say he's more of a prince. And the king of the city is probably people... It's more likely 50. It's more than likely 50. Or J. It's either J or 50. Those are the kings of the city. That's the king of the city. Fabio, he's a prince. He's the heir to the throne. If he continues to do what he does. But, you know, time may tell. And he might fall off. Flop. Never know. Uh, Six nine writes, "This y'all king, not blackballed. All those features and the whole industry promoted that, and now you, Kanye and Nicki, sidekick. Even they even tried to keep you promote. I guess he meant promoted. Um." Basically picking at his numbers. You know, his first week sales and stuff. Now, 6 9 has never, ever, ever been the king of New York. What he was, was he made these hits. He made a couple hits. Two or three. And he was from New York, but that doesn't mean he was the king of New York. The king of New York says, you are making and producing this music. Right? You're producing this music. You're making this music. 
in the city you're from the city you're repping the city and you're also affiliated and that doesn't always mean gang related or whatever but you're in these streets like the streets is like the streets respect you you can't just make a couple hits and be from New York and be like, oh, I'm the king of my city. Nah, the king the king of a city? Well, I'm not going to say that because not all the citizens respect kings. And yeah, yeah. But, but, he's never the king. They don't respect, no one in America respects Takashi but white people. <laughs> But the white fuck. That's why he be hanging out with Steve. Y'all know Steve from YouTube? The dude that be just doing some crazy shit. He don't be hanging out. He just hangs out with him and does his thing. He ain't the king. He's a fraud. He's a fucking fraud. Fabio is tearing the streets up. And yeah, Fabio actually, you know what I mean? He actually responded. He responded with some boss shit. Some boss nigga shit. Right? He says, Who is this nigga really dissing? Question mark. I don't know who he dissing. He disses everyone. He probably he he probably looks in the mirror and disses himself. Fabio continues, like, you got locked up. You're dissing niggas that are locked up already. I can't even diss none of the niggas dead homies. Niggas don't have no dead homies. <laughs> this nigga ain't got homies. Again, his homies are from Calabasas. The only time that they gonna be dead is from calamari poisoning. He continues, the nigga ain't got no dead homies. What do I say to a nigga like that? He, he basically saying, this nigga ain't about nothing. He, he ain't about this shit. He ain't about this life. I, well, why am I concerned about a nigga that's not even on my level? That's just nuts. He ain't on his level, man. Takashi needs to go sit down somewhere. His music's ass. Ain't no comeback for him. And I, I'm not even saying that because of what he done. I'm really not. You know, I like to look at people on their musical standpoints. His music sucks. And I don't mean to go too hard. Some people like his music. Some people like his music. But his music sucks. If you really look at what he does, he literally just takes what he has already done. His beats are completely similar. All he does is pick another word, Gina, Zizi, Kiki, Fifi, Filai, Lilai, Kiki, Lili. That's all he does is pick this this random word that that's I guess you could say catchy. It just yells it. That's not music. That's not art. It's like the banana on the wall. <laughs> Like the banana on the wall. Uh, let's let's move over to some more more news, some better news. Well, not really necessarily better, but 
better in the standpoint of talking about talking o- away from Takashi Six Nine. We got uh, Isaiah Rashad. Uh, if you don't know, Isaiah Rashad had a Coachella performance last night. And as you also may know, Isaiah Rashad had a sex tape leaked from whoever of him and two other guys that were basically performing fellatio on my top 10 favorite artist, Isaiah Rashad. Now, I'm a man of culture. All right. I'm a man of fucking culture. I'm a man of understanding, acceptance, and minding my goddamn business. (laughs) I'm a man that minds his business so well that I don't even know my own goddamn business. (laughs) But... Uh, basically, he performed at the Coachella set, and before his performance, before his performance, he had an array of videos plastered on um, a bunch of screens of different topics or different people, like Joe Button and Lil Boozy and other people talking about the leaked video. And it ended off with, I, I believe it's the game. I, I believe it was the game. Saying, that's his fucking business or some bullshit like that. Right? Which is true. That's his fucking business. Leave him alone. Uh, Yeah, it was a game. It was the game. Such as the game on Drink Champs. It was him basically saying mind his own business. We have the Joe Button podcast um, addressing it. Uh, just the issue on the voices. So, kind of read this little article. Using the video montage from other people's reactions to the tape, such as the game on Drink Champs, the Joe Budden podcast, and more, Rashad addressed the issue head-on. The purpose of doing that was to embarrass him. One of the voices said during the clip, however, that backfired. As it does, any pro... Bad promotion is just as good as good promotion, right? Bad promotion is just as good as uh, uh, good promotion. We see that from a lot of artists. That's why a lot of artists on social media beef and do this, that, and the third because it's all promotion. It's all this promotable thing, right? He just released his album back in 2021. The house is burning. And he followed with, you know, a couple features on a couple people's albums and this, here, that, and the third. So, uh, if this article, this circulating article, and everyone's talking about this guy, it's going to bump up his sales. It's going to bump up the attention. You know what I mean? In, in, In reality, no one actually gives a fuck what the hell he was doing. It's just more of a surprise and curiosity, but it, it's it's helping a nigga, which he which is what is said on here. However, that backfired when this video leaked. His dreams and everything went up. 
Facts. Uh, elsewhere in the set, Rashad addressed the crowd and thanked them for supporting him through one of the most difficult periods in his life. I see all the messages and all the positive, uh, positivity, he said. Y'all keep me alive these last couple of months. That's nuts. Throughout his set, Rashad kept the energy uh, waving between high and mellow, even bringing out new signed TD artist, Duche. I'm going to get into her soon. For a performance of their What You Said single from, you know, The House is Burning. The support for Rashad has been overflowing not only from his TDE camp, but also hip-hop in general, which is expected. Earlier this month, TDE president Terrence Punch Henderson checked an aspiring uh, rapper for talking down uh, Rashad, claiming he was top dog, top dog in the cock. wrote that a top dog and a cock people have no fucking life bro uh wait and this is his response this is his response to the nigga that said uh Rashad was top dog and a cock wait so you want me to be concerned about another grown man's sex life a hundred percent i could just stop there that's it you won't why are we concerned about a grown man now, I'm all about independency. I'm all about man shit. Right? I'm all about man shit. Now, if you a nigga, I don't, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. If it ain't hurting no one, and if you ain't hurting yourself, you can do what the fuck you want to do. You can fuck a sex doll if I got that. You can fuck a male sex doll if I care. You can suck a dildo from the back. <laughs> For all I give a fuck, I'm not going to worry about what you're doing. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck what the hell you're doing. You could tie yourself up and get whipped by a fucking the midget. That's what you want. That's what you do. And I don't give a fuck. Uh, he ended it saying, is that what you're really interested in? As opposing to having a dialogue about music? Eh, it's true, man. People are too wrapped up in these personal life decisions when in reality, just listen to the fucking music. Isaiah Rashad is one of the best, in my book, one of the best musicians and artists ever. Ever. He's in my top 10. I've always, I listen to all of his albums. He only has three, unfortunately. The Sylvia Demo, uh, The Sun's Tide Raid, and the new one, his third fucking project. The House is Burning. I've listened to all those albums probably more times than 10. You feel what I'm saying? And his artistic flow and style is unbeatable, unmatched, unique, and amazing. I don't give a fuck what he does. I'm going to continue listening to his music. I'm going to continue to support him. And that's just what it is. Stop worrying about a grown man's fucking penis. Stop worrying about a grown man's fucking penis. Um, I'm just kind of going down the catalog of what's going on. Um, this is interesting. 
This is an interesting one. Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka Flame. Regrets bringing dangerous lifestyle into hip-hop. Now, that's interesting. Walker says on um, Off the Record Podcast, which is, um, if y'all don't know, Academic, Academic's Podcast, Off the Record, says he feels guilty of bringing a lifestyle. I was bringing a lifestyle into rap. I wasn't supposed to do that, Walker said. Put it like this. I got electric wire. I'm from where... Electric uh, electricity hang out, right? I love puns and like physical representations of what I, I love it. I'm a per I love making a visual representation of what I'm saying. I love that. I do that all the time with my girl. She hates it. Whatever. I just I love doing it. Cause I feel like that's the best. Well, me as a visual learner, uh not visual, I'm more hands-on, but when it comes to words and for me to try to get my point across, making a visible a visible visual representation of what I'm saying to me helps me explain it a lot more better than just actually saying it. And I feel like a lot of people see it and whatever. Anyway. Um Put it like this. I got electric wire. I'm from where electricity hangs out. But then I finally found out I can swim in water without getting shocked. So I started to so I started swimming. Oh, this shit is cool. It's happy. But one day I drop a plug in that motherfucker and someone gets electrocuted. So is swimming dangerous or is it what you did made it dangerous? Meaning that people are bringing danger into a lifestyle that pulled them out of danger. So it makes it dangerous. So you can't tiptoe in one and walk in the other. You got to put two legs, two arms, and your head forward. You can't do this and this. I can't do it. I don't know what this nigga's talking about. (laughs) What the fuck is this dude talking about? I can't do it. I can't just trust a nigga trying to play balanced street or music. Ain't no balance. Either your street or your music. That's it. I don't know what the hell this nigga talk about. I'm guessing what he's saying is. I mean, he could have just said, ain't no balance. Either your street or your music. That's it. He could have just kind of just started, ended, finished with that. But he had to have a visual representation that didn't make any sense. I would have did a way better job of that if I was on him. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. You know, Walker's a, he's a, he's a, a lot of people feel like they know what they're talking about. And I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm fucking one of them, but I, at least I admit it. You know him; he probably doesn't. He just think he's just this divine dude that just talks so much wisdom. You know, a lot of people do that. Have y'all noticed? I'm kind of going off the rails a little bit. Have y'all noticed that a lot of interviews with artists and these 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 high influencers, when they get on interviews, they always have like this 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 like thing to say, but it's only people that have like live through it you know what i mean like waka uh jay and yay and uh just anyone that's already lived this music shit that's already been done in like you know whatever they they always have something to say 
Like something influential. You know what I mean? Have y'all noticed that? I wonder if like that's like a trend. You get on an interview and then you say something that's kind of like an influence or like like something like clever or like makes you seem like a disciple or something. You know what I mean? Interviews uh, never used to be like that. Uh, but basically what this dude's saying is either you're street or not. Either you're going to be a street nigga and stay a street nigga or you're going to be a music nigga and be a music nigga. You can't be both. You can't be in the streets and doing music. With, okay. Uh, or you can't be a music and be a street nigga. Now, that's something I do agree with. I do agree with it. And I feel like a lot of these artists should listen to kind of what he's saying. Because a lot of these people... Let's hear it. Let's, let's kind of list some people. Uh, Tay-K. Young rapper. Just popped off of music. Still in the streets. Went to jail. Gonna be probably in jail for a good 50 years. Uh, YMW Melly. Popped off with music. Still in the streets. Still doing hood nigga shit. In jail. Probably gonna be in jail for a good little minute. YFN Lucci, right? YFN Lucci, popped off, good money, good lifestyle, still in the streets, got busted for racketeering. Why? Why? I, you know, this is something that I really don't understand. You know, maybe because it's like, you know, if that's all you know, then also you know. I get that, but at the same time, that's not true. That's not fucking true. If I was in this terrible neighborhood where I had to literally do illegal shit, sell drugs, and do the, like, I always had to carry a gun, and you know what I mean, I kill people, kill your ops, you know, your family's dying, your brother's dying, your friend's dying. If I'm in this neighborhood, and one day I pop off in music and I become rich, I got fame, why the fuck? I, this is what I understand. Why the hell would I stay, not even stay in the neighborhood. Of course, they moved out of the neighborhood. But they continue to go back to the neighborhood and associate with the same people. I don't understand it. Just tell them to come to you. You got all this money and this fame. Just fly them out to come where you at. In Calabasas. The nice part of town. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't think I will ever get it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm never going back. Like Young Dolph. Why is Young Dolph's mom still in Memphis? Like, is it Memphis? I think it is Memphis. You know, like, why is his relative still in this bad part of time, uh, town where you have to go back there every so often? I don't... Move them all out. You got money. You're flaunting all this. Everyone's flaunting all this money all over the place. Take that same money. Move all your family out. So there's literally absolutely no reason for you to actually go back to the hood. Never. There shouldn't be a reason. I don't care how good the wings is at the motherfucking mall. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how good that little uh, uh, mom and pop shop. Across the street from you is. Why go back? Why? Why, why, why? I don't get it. I can't get it. I will never get it. 
but it is what it is. Uh, I do agree with Walker though. Either your your street or your music, and that's the end of it. Um, I want to get into a couple things, a couple releases before we kind of end it off. I want to get into just a couple releases that dropped over the past couple of weeks. The ones that, you know, kind of I uh, like the most. Uh, starting off with Vince Staples. The Vince Staples, uh, what is this? What's the name of this album? It is Ramona Park Broke My Heart. A phenomenal album. Very, a very good album. Very good. Very nice album. Actually, one of the best. This is probably, in my book, the second best album he's ever dropped in his life. The first one was his self-titled album, Vince Stables. That was probably the best album I have ever heard Vince Staples do. All his previous projects were so poppy, experimental, and futuristic, and, you know, shit for the white folks, and... In the hills and in 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 little kid movies and stuff, and he's he's already talked about it. You know, he's 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 talked about why he made the music that he does. It's because it you know drives a little bit more revenue outside of the actual music and kind of gives you these opportunities to continue to be you know whatever. I, I get it. But his last two albums, including Ramona Park, broke my heart, and his self-titled album Vince Staples, the best two albums he's ever fucking dropped. And he just stays with that. Uh, really good album. 504 and Bible. Uh, I didn't have high hopes for this. I actually did not. I did not have high hopes for this whatsoever. Um, I felt like he was a very future-based artist. Uh, heavy with the features. Very. He's a good artist, though. You know, definitely took the place of pop when New York needed it the most or when that kind of um music needed him it, it was it replaced he was the heir anyway he was the heir he was the heir of the air pop smoke was the heir of new york uh once he unfortunately passed by gang violence i, I don't even consider it gang violence just stupidity from people wanting to do dumbass shit five oh five eo foreign basically took that man's place um and stepped up and he did a good job he's been running with it ever since man he's been running with it ever since and i'm happy for him the album was good wasn't what i expected i was expecting a lot of trap a lot of street nigga shit you know what i mean a lot of stuff like that but at the same time um what i got was actually completely different you know look at the title bible it really gave just kind of take a five yo outside of the street and kind of being a lot more thankful like a test it was like one big testimony in a way Talking about his ups, his downs, um, his thankfulness. He's thank God so many times this album is crazy. Uh, it was melodic at times with um, newer artists like KC. It, it was it was good. Um, now one thing I didn't like is that literally every single every single track but two was basically what a feature. I wanted a lot more 5 by himself to kind of actually understand and keep him. Like, I wanted to kind of understand him as, like, an artist, you know. But, of course, they just kind of took it. You know, the music industry, the label, they kind of took it to that route um, just to kind of drive up in sales. You know, how, you, know, you know how it goes. You know how it goes. But this was definitely a good beginner 
first debut album. It really, really was. Um, not mad at it whatsoever. He has a lot of room to grow. Again, this is his debut. This is like this is his first album, so he has a lot more room to grow, explore, experiment, and all that good stuff. Uh, trendsetter, Koi Laray. And if you actually look at her album cover, the koi has two koi fish. So, <clears throat> that's pretty cool. Trendsetters, good album. Wasn't expecting it. Again, that's another album I wasn't, I didn't have high expectations for. I actually didn't think I was even going to like it. You know, looking at um, uh, Koi LeRae, she's a very bubblegum rapper. Kind of populated, a lot of pop uh trends and stuff like that but what i got from the album was the actually the complete opposite um a lot of singing a lot of singing on this her r&b voice is actually pretty fucking good my favorite track off of it was the one with nav i forgot what it was called but it was basically nav and her amazing the beat was hard uh i don't even like nav like that but that was good i give that album a good little thumbs up uh 42 doug and estg or est two e's last ones left now this is a mixtape i'm pretty sure i don't know but 42 doug i like him he reminds me of when young doug was first coming up his that that unique kind of voice that you hear when you know i don't know if y'all remember y'all yeah i'm pretty sure y'all do remember lifestyle when everyone first really got onto young thug we were we was listening to lifestyle you know my lifestyle everyone was like intrigued and 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 hypnotized by young thugs unique and kind of whiny kind of voice it worked fantastically it worked fantastic and I'm not saying that he's on the stature of of uh, Young Thug, but 42 Doug has an amazing voice and is very unique, and that's exactly how I got onto 42 Doug because that unique voice that he had, that kitty voice. Um, and if he grows and becomes something, like if he keeps grinding, keeps experimenting, kind of like Young Thug did and kind of branch off, I feel like he can be as big, maybe even bigger than Thug if, he tries. That's all it is. That's all it is. If he tries. Uh, EST Gee. Uh, first time listening to him. Pretty good little artist. Um, kind of is what it is. Uh, now I got two that I'm really, 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 really wanting to talk about. The first one is Two Face Bang 2. The first tr uh, track I played in the beginning of this podcast. Very good album. Very, very good album, mixtape, project, EP, whatever you want to call it. It was amazing. Uh, had features of Roddy Rich, one of my favorite up-and-coming artists. Money Man, the dude that trades crypto. Uh, Sleepy Hollow, I heard of him. And Rob Fortnite, I also heard of him. Don't really know too much about those two. But Two-Face Bang 2, amazing project. Very good. The first track was a banger. Four Ups was a banger. Uh, it was good. This project was a bop, a bump, a big bump. 
a big bump. I'm going to continue going back to this album, this project. This is actually the first complete uh, Frito Bang project I've ever listened to. And I am not disappointed. I'm not disappointed. It was good. It was amazing. I love it. And last one. Now this one disappointed me to oblivion. <laughs> Boss, man. Boss released a little four pack EP uh, featuring J. Cole, Ari Lennox, Gunna, and Gally Mattis. Hated it. I hated the project. I'm just fine. I didn't hate the project. Uh, we already heard. Uh, what's the name of that? What's the name of that project? What's the name of the project? What's the name of the project? Uh, with J Cole and Lil TJ. <sighs> Let me look it up, guys. It's on the tip of my tongue. The Jackie. The Jackie. We already heard it. They released this on what? They released this song back in early, early 2021. Why the fuck are you, why are you putting the Jackie on this project? It's been like almost half a year when you dropped it. Why is this on this four pack? It doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Uh, Ari Lennox, that was a good project. I mean, that was a good little um, singing from her. And Gunner, I, it was just, it was bad. It, it wasn't good. I was expecting a lot more from Boss. I feel like Boss would and can be the next one out of Dreamville to really just really, really pop off outside of J. Cole. Because it seems like everyone in Dreamville all at this kind of like singular level of like popularity and, 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 and level and this. Anyone outside of J. Cole. The only person outside of J. Cole that has a lot of noise is probably Jid. After that, no, 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 no. Let me not say that. It's probably Ari. Ari Lennox is a way more household name outside of J. Cole. So it's J. Cole, Ari Lennox, Jid, um, then it'll probably be Earth Gang. No, 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 no. It'll be Jid. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, yeah, it's going to be Boss. It's going to be Boss next. Then it's going to be Earth Gang. Then after Earth Gang, it's probably Kaz. After Kaz, it's probably Loot. After Loot, it's probably Omen. And I forgot who the rest are. I think that's it, to be honest. But, uh, terrible, boss. Get your shit together. But, yeah, man, that was the calf. <laughs> I don't know how to end it. But I really appreciate y'all for coming. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, man. If you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube the Discovery Cafe. Also, go to the Instagram. Follow the Instagram. The Discovery Cafe. That's where I'm going to be posting basically everything. News, uh, interviews, music. I'm going to be posting basically everything to the Instagram. That's where the main full channel is at. So definitely, definitely go. Subscribe. Uh, follow it. All that bull crap. You know, again, the calf. Is a spin, not a spinoff, but it's it's a it's basically the heir to Discovery Cafe because we're talking about heirs. 
But yeah, follow the uh, the Calf Podcast. Leave it a like. Listen, this, that, and the third. And as always, peace.